Hello and welcome to the Love Julia S podcast. It's your host Julia and we are here with another episode. But first we want to do a recap of our last episode with Miriam where she talked about her modeling journey of her actually walking for New York Fashion Week, hosting her own fashion show, which I was honored to be a part of in Arkansas, and her confidence throughout the modeling journey. If you missed that episode, be sure to go back and give that a listen. But on this episode, it's going to be just me. We're going to have a candid heart-to-heart conversation about different things that's been on my heart, that's been on my mind So just to give a little about me, in a sense, I am a flight attendant. I have been flying with a regional airline since May of last year, 2019, and it's been an amazing journey. I've lived in Detroit. I now live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and it's been... A roller coaster of a ride. Like I had last year was like my best summer, I can say. I did so much, had a lot of fun. Didn't travel as much as I wanted to, especially um, international. But once all of this COVID, Corona, all of that is over, your girl is getting on the plane and using my benefits to my advantage. I. Being that I'm a flight attendant, when COVID actually hit the news in the U.S. back in March was a crazy time. It was a crazy, stressful, depressing time because I didn't know what was going to happen to my job. If I was going to have a job that next week, that next month, um, what was going to happen? It was really stressful. I didn't know if I was going to quit, like just make sure that I'm safe and go back home to Arkansas. I didn't know if I would start over, but here I am. I'm still flying. I'm actually recording in Arizona. So that is, I am, I'm grateful to still be working. I'm grateful to still have the job, but During these times, these unprecedented times, I am making sure to still be cautious, to still keep myself healthy. I take my vitamins every day. I wear my mask most, mostly all the time, especially on the planes, because we are picking up flying in Dallas. So there are more people, more, which makes me more susceptible to being exposed to it. So I want to take as much precautions as I personally can so that I am healthy and 100% safe from all of this. And I pray that everybody in your life is healthy and remaining healthy and making sure that they are protecting themselves like in whatever way that looks for you because states are opening, bars are opening, Restaurants are opening, so it's not to say that you shouldn't go out, but just take precautions because coronavirus, COVID-19 is real. 
So don't take it lightly, but still have your fun, but do it, you know, tread the, tread the water lightly in whatever way you want to. Um, in recent news, it breaks my heart to even have to say this again, or not even again, but just it happening again, because I never really express myself when it comes to the police brutality. And honestly, like since it's all happened, I just scroll because it's, it's traumatizing to me, like just to know, to feel helpless and thinking like what why is this happening to us, to Black people, to our Black men? It's just so heartbreaking to even think about it. So that's something that I've been dealing with. But now there are things that we can do. We can sign the petitions to get cases reopened, to get um, money to the families of the victims of these police brutalities from George Floyd to Breonna Taylor to everybody in the hashtag say their names. It is a lot. (laughs) I've been doing my best in keeping in, I can't say high spirits, but just in a, a mindset of, I don't even know. A mindset of progression, like there with all the protests, the riots, the looting, like everything that's happening, even things that are happening behind the scenes that we probably don't even know, don't even understand. But it's just like this, like I feel that this is this this time is going to be different. I don't know how, I don't know the solution. I don't know in what way, but I just feel in my heart that this is going to make true change from defunding the police to holding them accountable for what they're doing. Like you're blatantly being recorded of killing people and you get acquitted or you get paid leave or you get whatever. It's just like, no, like that's not that's not what we're doing anymore, you know? So I am burdened with everything that's going on, but I do my best to be in high spirits and support those around me and accept support too. That's a big thing to accept support, accept love, accept the the attention that people give you because it's a lot going on. It's so much going on. So it's just like, it's crazy. But um, another thing with the COVID that I didn't mention earlier, that we should do, like another thing that like shook me to the core is this is my only source of income. This can never happen again. Like I was at a place could still possibly be at a place come the end of the year of not having a job anymore. So it's like now producing multiple sources of income because I cannot depend on a job for my livelihood, for my um, my livelihood, you know? So I just want to encourage everybody in whatever way 
that you see fit for yourself to find something like don't depend on a job. Even if your job wasn't affected, if you were able to work from home, thank God, because there are so many millions of people on unemployment. So thank God that you do still have a job, but find another way that you can make money outside of your time, outside of your job so that, I mean, God forbid, I'm not ever going to wish any negative thing on anybody, but you don't know what's going to happen and you don't want to depend on anybody, on a company for paying your bills. And that's what I'm learning. That's what I'm in. I'm doing different business endeavors, things that I've done in the past and stopped and flip-flopped with and things that are new that I'll be sharing with y'all later. But I just encourage you to do that. But the another thing that's been on my heart is childhood trauma. Like the reason I chose the baby child picture for um, the promo this week is because I want to go back to that little girl, that little Leah, the baby Leah that was free, that was um, happy, <laughs> like joyful, more like funny, had a lot of humor. Like I'm, I still have some of those characteristics, but I know like there were things that happened in my life that pushed that down. So I just want to go back to that little Leah that was on that ladder playing. Uh, I think that was the first grade picture back in Milwaukee, but just to go back to that and say like your love, like you can go and not like the childish, <laughs> not the childish Leah, but the childlike Leah, you know? And trauma doesn't have to be life-threatening. It doesn't have to be um, this huge thing. Like I remember talking to my mom and about childhood trauma, like when I first found out about the word and what it is and what it means. And she was like, you weren't raped as a child. You weren't beat. You know, I have whoopings, of course, but it's it's more than that. It, the definition of trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. So I do pray for every man or woman, boy or child and child that has, boy and girl, I'm sorry, boy and girl that has been a victim of being molested, of being raped at any age. And I really pray for you that you do get healing and because I've never experienced that, but I do pray for you and I pray that you are healed and that you know that your love that it's I can't say it's okay because that's not okay it's not okay for a grown person to touch on a child like your childhood trauma could be something as having both parents in the household or just one parent in the household and they didn't they didn't see you they didn't see your accomplishments. They didn't see that maybe you were starting to act up in class and you just wanted their attention. So it just depends on the the way that you grew up and 
I can speak for me personally. Like we weren't the richest growing up, but we had everything we needed. And so when I first found out about what the word meant or even being exposed to the whole childhood trauma, healing from your childhood trauma, I was like, I didn't have that. Like I had both my parents, both of them had jobs until, of course, my dad had his accident. But it's just like, I didn't have any problems. Like I was fine. But I found that I don't remember a lot of my childhood and I don't know why. I truly do not know why. So that's still something that I've been unpacking to figure out what is it that happened in my childhood and to where I don't remember that much. Like my sister, Quita, she can remember like the day, the time, not not so much the time, but she can remember so much from our childhood. And I'm like, I don't remember that. Like, was I there? And she was like, yeah, like you were a hundred percent there. So it's just trying to dig into what happened, dig into healing. That is my thing. Like I not even so much want to know more than I want to heal from that situation because there are stumbling blocks that I'm seeing in my life currently that I know stems from childhood be it my confidence like I I know like my confidence is much better than it used to be but it's not where I want it to be so I know that I need to go back to little Leah and say like you're beautiful even high school Leah middle school Leah college Leah maybe (laughs) maybe college Leah I don't know um still things that I'm digging up and figuring out for myself, um, by myself too. And that's another thing, like, it's okay sometimes to go through the journey alone. I have had therapy. I've had one therapy session. I'm not going to give up on it, but that particular therapist, I didn't vibe with, like, I didn't resonate with how she went about it. I was just, I felt like it was more so, and maybe I'm just overthinking, like I'm thinking of the movies, how you're on the couch and you're like digging up different things and they're they're pointing out things that's within you. But I feel that in that session, like I would just tell her situations and it would be more so coaching than therapy, I feel. So maybe I just need to look further into therapy. Like what's the definition? Like how does the treatment look? How does the um, session look and how, what do I want it to look like realistically, not just what I see on the movies. There was a situation that I remember from childhood and that I see in my life now is I was maybe in second grade and I was, I needed help with homework. I asked my dad if he could help me and he was watching wrestling. And he, he like, shooed me off or something. And I said, like, oh, you can watch wrestling, but you can't help me with homework. And he whipped me. Like, of course, like, I was a child. I should not have been saying that to my father. But it's just after that situation, I remember never asking him for help again. Like, I never asked my dad for homework help, that is. And even now, like throughout high school and throughout college, I try my best not to ask my parents for anything. Like I always try to come up with what I could on my own. And that's what I, I, I can say that I 
would say that I pride myself in that. But in another token, it's stumbling me because sometimes I have needed help, but I didn't ask because I was too prideful. And I feel that that situation is something that that stuck with me that said, um, don't bother people. You are a burden or you are a nuisance. So it's just like, okay, deal with it on my own. So now it's just like being willing to accept help, being willing to ask for help and not feeling bad about it. Like it's not a bad thing. You, we need people like we were, we're on the earth on this world, in this country to have relationships with people. That is what we are here for, I believe, is to build relationships and get to know and get be better with people. So that is what I am currently dealing with is accepting help, accepting when people want to help me and not say like, oh, no, I got it. Oh, no. Like even <laughs> with stuff simple as on the planes, me um, being a flight attendant, like we have. Well, I have a pilot bag, which is extremely heavy. So um, a lot of times, like I would get offers from pilots or the hotel shuttle driver to put it up for me. And I'm like, oh, no, I got it. It's like, Leah, let a man be a man or just let people help you. Like, it's okay. I promise you, you're not going to die. You're not going to not even on the, like the feminist notion, but just I felt like I don't really want help. But it's like you're on this earth with people, so accept it. Um, there's a book that I'm reading called Switch Your Brain by Caroline Leaf. I 100% suggest that book to you. I read the first part, which talked about the brain, how the brain works. And it has biblical biblical um, aspects to it too. So depending on your spiritual beliefs, you can use that or not. But there's also um, a book, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. That's a pretty good book as well. But even with the Caroline Leaf book, like this, the second part is the 21-day retrain and to reframe your mind that is what I'm currently dealing with or just digesting like I'm not skimming through or rushing through this book like I actually want to take time because in the book she talks about different neurons being made every 21 days and to embed a new habit like you have to ignore or like combat the negative or whatever you want to get rid of with positive. You can't just have it empty. Like, okay, I got rid of that negative thinking and then nothing else. You have to fill it with love, with the, with the sound mind, with God's word, with positive affirmations, with whatever that you want to combat that negative thinking with. Like you have to work over time because it it took time for those negative thoughts, those negative neurons, those negative um, 
wirings in your mind. So it's going to take time to retrain that and get that out of your mind. So that's what I'm currently dealing with. And that is all I have. Um, I had notes in my notebook and I'm just looking through it. This is really a casual, it's kind of a conversation with y'all. So I do want to hear some feedback if you're dealing with childhood trauma, even if you're um, going through the the feels of everything that's going on with COVID, with the protest thing, with the police police brutality, with everything that's going on in 2020. I told myself 2020 is going to be my foundation year of like setting the foundation. Like, who do you want to be? Where do you want to be? Um, I want to say, how do I want to get there? But that isn't what I'm supposed to be thinking about, overthinking about, because that is what I've been overthinking in my mind is like, how am I going to get out of this? How, 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 how? But it's like, Leah, you won't know. Just do, just do. Like, don't try to think of one outcome because it can be a better outcome, an even better outcome. So it's just being able to sit and be content and have peace, have joy in knowing that God has me, like he got me, like he is going to he is not he is going to because it's it's always you know in in the process but he's taking care of me he is here with me and it's just like okay okay like i just have to let go what i can't control and do what i can and that's what I've been telling myself sometimes it's not the easiest. It's easier said than done because I, even the other day, I go into like depressive modes of, okay, Leah, what's up? Like, what's up? What's the deal? What are you doing? (laughs) You know, but it's like everything happens for a reason. You meet who you meet in the time that you need them. You lose who you lose because they're no longer needed. And I'm thankful either way, you know, Um, no more trying to keep people who don't want to be kept or hold on to situations that are more toxic than than you want to have in your life. So I feel like I'm rebelling now, but. I'll let y'all spend the day with me. We'll spend the day together sometime this week while I'm flying because when I'm not flying, I'm not as, it's not as interact. It's not as fun to see my day. So whenever I get another trip, I'll let y'all spend the day with me. And then we're going to fly wherever. I don't know where we're going to go, but we're going to do it together. And if y'all have questions or just want to talk about anything that I mentioned in the episode, we can do that. But I pray that you feel, I pray that 
with everything going on that you, if you don't have anything to say, it's okay. If you don't want to post, it's okay. Like this is your journey. If you feel obligated to protest, to um, donate, to whatever, like whatever is on your heart, don't feel bad that you're not doing what other people are doing. Think of the body. Think of um, a company. Like there are different roles for different people, different functions of the body. Like the hand can do what the head do. The feet can't do what the legs do. Well, okay. <laughs> the feet can't do what the neck does. I'll <laughs> use that <laughs> Um. But yeah, I am, I speak life over you that every day and every way your life is getting better and better, that it's getting easier, easier in, in the way of not overthinking situations. Like it's more of a flow to your life. So just be great. (laughs) Cry if you need to, laugh when you want to, just feel the feels. It's okay. Like we're all going through this and I'm praying for each and every one of you, all of my listeners, everybody. Um, thank you. We're going to get out of here. Y'all have an amazing week, an amazing life, and we're going to be okay. Love, Julia S. <laughs>